Welcome back to another episode of Create Worldwide, the podcast. I'm Paulina and I'm here today with a very special guest um, who is one of our co-workers here in the office. Tom will not be joining us today, but I'm here with Anusha. Hey, Anusha. Hi, guys. Hi, Paulina. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and um, what you want to share today with us here in the podcast. Uh, yeah, so I am an international student. Um, I graduated from Syracuse and I just joined the office about two months ago now. Yeah. Um, I used to live in India and I've been here for the past five to six years now. Um, and I also come from a background of architecture because my parents were also That's architects cool. in India and they went to college in India. Um But right now I'm just on my uh, OPT STEM visa and working in the U.S. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. we, we felt, Tom and I and inviting Anusha, we felt it would be a great opportunity to share kind of, if, if, if you look at it here in the office, we have like so much diversity yeah. that at the same time that, that signifies a lot of like different life paths or so to say so for example Tom he grew up in the states he went to school in the states he's now here my experience I grew up in Colombia I went to yeah. school in Colombia and now I'm interning here and then we thought it would be very cool to bring this new perspective which is would be Anusha's uh, where she grew up in India but then she decided to come to school in the U.S. and all, all of all of the things that that entails like the transition the The visa process, mm -hmm. the new stuff, the old stuff, uh, that kind of thing. So we thought it would be something very interesting for you guys to listen to. Yeah, I guess uh, one of the major decisions to come to the U.S. was also to gain more exposure mm -hmm. uh, with this, with like learning in the States because um, back home, it's also architecture schools are such that you only learn architecture. Mm -hmm. Over here, when you go to college, there's also like so many other kind of like... That's true. Other majors or yeah. like minors that you mm -hmm. can also pursue. And I just think you get exposed to a lot um, when you're learning in that kind of environment. That's so cool. Um, yeah, and also the education system is over here is just very like extensive mm -hmm. and it allows you to like learn a lot so yeah and it opens yeah. a lot of doors so when when you were deciding when you decided that you wanted to go into architecture back when you were in india yeah so did you look into schools in india and in the u.s and kind of like thought about what you wanted or did you always want want to come to the states for school Yeah, actually, um, I, like, decided really later on. Wow, really? Probably, like, like 11th grade of high mm -hmm. school or something. So mm -hmm. I had to, like... Even really with your parents being architects, yeah, that's pretty like, cool. Yeah, like, I always thought I was going to... And I thought I would be going to architecture college in India. Mm -hmm. So the decision to come, like, to the States was very kind of last minute, uh -huh. in a sense. And... um I don't know. I it was uh, my parents also like encouraged that a lot. Yeah. So they were like, yeah, I don't know, maybe you should just apply. And it was between the United States and then the UK. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. They also had a lot of like uh, friends whose uh, daughters and sons were going abroad. Mm -hmm. So uh, I spoke to all of them, and they were telling me about their experience. And I actually knew 
um, someone who uh, had gone to Syracuse for architecture that mm-hmm. year. And um, so she told me about her experience. And then I also researched and saw that it was a really good architecture program. Yeah. Um, and then my sister, who's also <laughs> in architecture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she ended up going to Cal Poly. That's so cool. Slow, and we both like applied and did like ACTs, SATs, essays. Oh my God. Yeah. I, like, that's, that's also something that I think is very important to share, which is yeah. like, I don't know how it is in India but in Colombia to get into college it's not that huge of a process like it's here so mm-hmm. like you apply and of course you have to get accepted and everything but college here in the states is cra- like the application process is crazy so like yeah. when you were back in India you had to prepare all these things in order to come to the states which I imagine was also like challenging and difficult yeah I actually was like preparing to give Like, so to go to um, architecture college in India, you mm-hmm. have to give an exam. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like, preparing for that. <laughs> and then suddenly, we, like, <laughs> I was like, no, actually, we're switching gears here. So now I have to start preparing for, like, SATs and That's crazy, all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, the process is just to give an exam in India. But over here, to apply, you have to have a portfolio. Yeah. You have to have, like, That's... standardized test scores and then essays and all of that yeah that's that's i i feel something that you should all keep in mind when you're thinking about whether staying home or applying because it's something mm-hmm. that like for you would you decided very late but at the same time it takes time to actually yeah. put together your stuff in order to go abroad right. so for example for me in my specific case i stayed back home but then when i wanted to apply for my internships that's when I really had to get everything together, like actually get my portfolio ready, get my applications, whatnot. So it's always, it's something we talk about a lot here in the podcast, uh, which is like the actual preparing for. Yeah. So like, okay, you say you're going to apply for a job, but that entails months of preparation. Mm-hmm. The same thing with applying for architecture school in the States. Like you actually have to get yeah, all those definitely. things together. And mm-hmm. so what would you say was the transition was like so was it like easy was it very different from what Um, you expected well it was it was different for sure (laughs) Uh, I didn't like know what to expect honestly like I kind of had an idea like because I spoke to previous students and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's so much more than um oh like you're just in a new country like it's a whole cultural change absolutely and then it's also Yeah, you're going through the change of actually going from high school yeah. to college, which even if you stayed home, is a very big transition. Yeah, and then, like, we've talked about this, but, like, going from metric system to the imperial system. Absolutely, <laughs> that's I crazy. Mean, imperial system to the metric yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, wait. <laughs> no, yeah. We use, would, yeah. Yeah, so outside the US, we use the metric system, and then when you, yes, you get here, yeah. it's so confusing at first. Yeah. That's um, something I always say, which is like the sense of space or of distance. It's literally a sense like it's like the sense of time or the sense of temperature where it's like if I told you a meter, you don't have to think in your head. A meter is 100 centimeters and this is what a centimeter is like. You kind of just haven't internalized. So yeah. learning that again, it, it's complicated because mm-hmm. you try to put logic to it. But then it's just something that you're going to have to internalize. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to ask you because you 
your last year or semester mm-hmm. in Colombia, you it's uh, you have to do an internship, yeah. right? Yeah. What made you pick the U.S. instead of like that's uh, <laughs> that's actually a good question. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, the U.S. is so rich culturally and mm-hmm. in architecture, just precisely because of the diversity there is here, and we see that even here in the office, like. Um, we have people from basically all over the world, which I feel like in architecture is so important because everyone offers such a distinct point of view. And I really, really wanted to experience that. And um, also because I spoke English, of course, so that was kind of like narrowed the options also to like places where they spoke English. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I, I always knew I wanted the States because I think there's there's such a richness here in regards to to architecture and to opportunities and yeah which I think it's basically mine was later on in college for the internship yours was for the school but I imagine it's kind of the same reason mm-hmm. that you were yeah saying before like it really opens a lot of doors it's so honestly it's something I would recommend a hundred percent to anyone whether you do it like Anusha did it that it's that you go to college abroad or like I'm doing it, which is like the internship or even if your school offers like semesters abroad or something. I, I think especially for architecture, it's, it's something that you really have to do, like go abroad and see different perspectives and stuff. Yeah, I think that's really important because um, even in school, like Syracuse Architecture had so many like people from so many countries and it was very interesting to see all these different like points of view based on like you know the cultures that people come from or like how they grew up and so it was a lot of like mingling of these different kind of opinions and experiences that like you could honestly see like in the work of a lot of people that's so cool yeah it impacts what you produce absolutely like it changes how you kind of view architecture yeah and it it influences the way you think as well i imagine Mm -hmm. because i i think for example back on my studio classes and although i love them and they were very interesting and everything that's something i feel like i missed out a little on because but like i said i don't know how it is in india but for example in colombia i would say 99 percent of my class were yeah colombians (laughs) right so even if we're all different and we had our, our points of view and our opinions, we all have similar backgrounds that at the end of the day, they, they really do shape the way you think and the way you design and everything. So I do think a class like the one you had, like a, a studio like the one you mm-hmm. had in Syracuse where there were people from all over the world, is probably more enriching and more, it allows for, for more exploration of architecture. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I also think like, over we're get like in the office too we're getting that here because like like you said there's so many like people from mm-hmm. different countries yeah like turkey india colombia korea it's crazy it's, yeah yeah and, and and it's so cool like and even i think everything impacts architecture but even when we're talking about things that are not architecture it just allows for such a dynamic workplace because mm-hmm. people ter- tell stories oh when I was back in Korea this happened when I was growing up or you tell stuff about India or I say stuff about Colombia or Tom says stuff about how he grew up in Long Island so 
yeah. and all of that ends up merging into architecture but at the same time it allows for you to develop in a scenario which which is, is so dynamic just like yeah. i imagine syracuse was so that's pretty cool mm -hmm. definitely so um and then After you, you went to school in Syracuse, uh, you decided to stay working here uh, yeah. in the U.S. So mm -hmm. do you want to tell us a little bit about that experience, like the, the visa and yeah. the decision of working here uh, as opposed to going back to India, for example, for work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so actually, in I think in my freshman year, um, like second semester or something, uh, all architecture uh, undergraduate programs became a part of like the STEM program. Uh, became like a stem major so mm -hmm. it's like steam that's uh, now, that's amazing yeah i so didn't know that it was really cool because that allows you to work for three years after graduating mm -hmm. uh, on your student visa and then like you can apply for h1b and stuff but usually the standard is that you graduate mm -hmm. you can work for one year then you have to apply for a work visa which mm -hmm. can be really hard to get yeah absolutely at times Um, and just those extra two years allows for like so much more leeway, I think. Like, yeah, and like to actually years. adapt to a job. I mean, a year is so so little time. Yeah, so it's, it's not really. And previously, it used to be that only some architecture schools were STEM uh, mm -hmm. major, and Syracuse was one of them, which was also one of the factors. Like my that went into oh, decision wow. that's, making that's actually something really important yeah. to mention yeah like it, you, so but now are, are all the schools uh architecture schools considered like stem majors okay. yeah yeah but it. previously it wasn't but that like you know it changed like one to two years into yeah college which is great i think that's really important um so right now i'm on uh, opt which is optional practical training mm -hmm. um and usually all international students uh get this type of visa after graduating mm -hmm. and depending on your major it's one to three years um you it's like an extension of your student visa so technically you're still like a student yeah you're not um but but you're working as part of like your major so you're saying you need this experience yeah to enrich, like, and it, which is of, true like, yeah studies which is true mm -hmm. so that's what i'm doing right now and the you ha you have to do the process through school you have to make sure you do it really early on because um technically if you don't get your opt three months after graduating you have to leave <laughs> so like, you have to leave the country so you started applying for jobs before you graduate like well before you graduated in order to yeah. start applying for this opt yeah oh, okay yeah. that's pretty yeah because um you can like get your opt even without having a job mm -hmm. but with syracuse they like really encouraged us to like look for jobs before like mm -hmm. much before we graduated Um, and the way I uh, found Crate was through a career fair, actually, in oh, that's college. Really cool. um, yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was in, I, I think, like March. Yeah, so. yeah, pretty early on. Yeah. I, so just to recap, when uh, someone decides to come to the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, for, their, for their major, so like for college, yeah. they get a couple of years after... Uh, Like they're allowed to work for yeah. depending on their major and now mm -hmm. architecture is part of those majors where yeah. you can stay for three for years. three years to work. Yeah. That's that's really interesting, mm -hmm. especially for people that are considering and weighing their options 
of if they want to stay back home or if they want to go abroad. Mm -hmm. I think that's an important factor in considering because I, I also know of a lot of people that actually choose their major because... Based on that. Yeah, yeah, because some people want to go into a major that's not STEM, but then they think, no, well, I better go into a major that allows me to stay for three years to work. So yeah. I think that's amazing that architecture is now one of those majors. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool because... If you think about it, like one year of experience is also like really great. But then three years just allows you to even like apply for H1B. Like, yeah, like it's more it's a pathway. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's not we're not saying those three years and then you go back home. It's mm -hmm. like three years that you get to work in the U.S. and experience gain experience that, and then yeah. plan for your future ahead, whether it's here or somewhere else. But it's just it just opens so much so many more doors yeah. than just a year that that's pretty cool mm -hmm. um in my case i i apply for a j1 visa which right. is an exchange student it's also a student visa like you have to be a student in order to get okay. it um i applied with my like with my school as well they have to like vouch that you're mm -hmm. a student and everything and um then you have to actually have someone in the u.s like kind of say oh, they really? want you you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, okay yes, yeah but like, you, you can't apply just to come to the u.s and yeah. do nothing like you have mm -hmm. to say i'm going to be working here or i'm going to be in an exchange program or in an internship but uh, i think the reason why we're touching on this subject of visas is because mm -hmm. it's kind of like that thing that no one talks about but at the end of the day is so important like okay i want to go uh, work in the united states or i want to mm -hmm. go and uh, study in the u.s then there are many opportunities that that you can you can look into yeah or even like i was saying before um i know there are a lot of like architecture schools all over the world that have programs where you can go to other places like um my school for example had it so i i did a semester in italy and it was oh, wow. so cool yeah, yeah it was amazing And I, I've heard Syracuse also has it. The unfortunate part is <laughs> that um, when I was supposed to, I was supposed to go to London. Mm -hmm. I did a semester, uh, like a semester abroad, I guess. It's part of the abroad program. That's in New York City, which mm -hmm. is, so I did one semester here. And then the next semester I was supposed to go to London, but then COVID happened. Oh, So it yeah, got like completely derailed. And I did my London semester um online in india so i guess it was a study abroad <laughs> like u.s college it based uh, yeah india but based london. but in london oh my god that's crazy in india <laughs> so like and then my sister at the same time was supposed to be in italy in yeah. florence for her study abroad and we both were doing our study abroad oh my god back Co home covid really really messed with everyone's plans yeah, but it was, <laughs> it's crazy if you get the chance going abroad is really Yeah. It, it's a really enriching experience yeah it would have been great yeah oh and also something that i forgot to mention um before is that like i imagine in india so you you lived at home and i don't mm -hmm. know like for example in colombia people don't move in it's not like oh, here yeah, where there's like dorms and stuff mm -hmm. it's you live at home and then you go to college and then you go back home every day right yeah so like actually moving into the college life of the u.s like the dorms and everything that was also a transition i imagine right oh yeah for sure because i've heard stories like from my parents like <laughs> going to uh school like college in india like architecture college mm -hmm. specifically 
and they were like saying stuff like how people used to sleep on desks because <laughs> some people lived really far from the university like yeah. campus so they couldn't go all the way back home like we like if you're in dorms you're usually pretty it's close like by walking distance yeah it's yeah. like five ten minutes so you can go and sleep you don't have to stay <laughs> if you're like there for a long time but i've heard so many like crazy stories about that yeah that's also something i think is very cool about like schools here in the u.s and there's also a bigger sense of community because you all live yeah like you're you're mm-hmm. living there in the school like in the campus and you're so now that you mentioned your parents uh you said you said before they really pushed you to like come to the u.s yeah. and everything but they had their college experience their architecture experience like they did their mm-hmm. their th- their school back in india right so like yeah. have mm-hmm. you ever talk to them and compare like the educational systems or something like that i think that's very interesting yeah i think like so it's interesting because they keep talking about how they knew basically every single person in their college <laughs> at the time and i was like that's so crazy like i could never do that with three yeah people. i couldn't know every single person yeah. um but uh yeah they were they said it was a very like tight-knit community mm-hmm. like in the college itself which i see a lot when it came to like studio culture and back in college like our grade was also like very tight in a way because we spend so much time together um but i think with my parents also um it it was the time when they didn't have that much opportunity or like choice to even go abroad if you wanted to yeah so i think that's where it like changed when it came to like uh-huh. my sister and i now absolutely um and w- when you have the chance like you know it's like nice to have that choice no to absolutely that. yeah and in regards to what they actually like emphasized or taught taught in school like have you ever have they ever told your stories or have you compared like for example what i mean is like you were saying before yeah. here it's not like when you're doing an architecture major at the same time you can like have a minor or right there's other courses and stuff and then in india it's very like architecture if you're doing architecture major that's it yeah. so like i imagine that's also a difference with what college is like in india for architecture students yeah i think it's very interesting because over here we have like a critiques and reviews mm-hmm. right in college and um i don't know how things are now because <laughs> uh it's, this was like way back when when my parents were in school but mm-hmm. Um, they call it like a jury. That's okay. what it is. It sounds so formal. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds very intimidating. Yeah, they call it a jury, and like obviously back then also they had to hand draft everything. Yeah, right? like nothing was uh, digital really. Mm-hmm. So they like have spoken to me about how they used to sit and like draw for like just hours and hours mm-hmm. um and how they would present it in front of the jury and then sometimes they would like rip apart that drawing oh my god <laughs> like it sounds so harsh <laughs> but then yeah like all of these stories just seemed I, <laughs> like even even though i don't think it's that way now because of course it's been yeah like uh it's been some time i still do think that is something very I don't know if I want to say cultural, but very like, for example, when I sit with Tom and we talk about our college experiences, it is different. Like mine from his, it is very (laughs) different. Like I feel, for example, in Colombia, it's more, it's not as conceptual or as like theoretical, you know what I mean? It's more like 
produce, produce, produce yeah. work, and they're very strict, and they all, they also ripped our models apart, and they were kind of very yeah. tough. <laughs> and sometimes Tom Tom tells me stories about his school that are very different. So I also mm. think there's there's really a, a very big difference in and you go to school outside the U.S. or in the U.S. and it's not to say one is right and one is wrong but it's just a completely different experience that I think everyone that is applying to college or thinking about going to architecture school should really look into because yeah. I don't know maybe you look into both options and you discover uh, the U.S. is the fit for you or the one you have at home is the fit for you but I really think it's worth at least looking into going abroad mm -hmm. or coming here definitely yeah i think also like for me in college like they definitely like encouraged us to uh, think very conceptually mm -hmm. and think about like the theory behind something or if you wanted to like research into the history and like take that kind of narrative they would encourage you to do uh -huh, that uh -huh. they um a lot of the times they would give you like a kind of freedom with um what you wanted to design especially after the first two years yeah i think third year onwards it got like really uh like self-focused like whatever you wanted to focus on when it came to your project yeah and then also like during thesis year um they encourage projects that weren't even designed that were just like research you oh, know that's cool. so yeah uh like some people had projects that was and the end result would be like a book or something wow. yeah that's, that's, about that's like, very interesting yeah that would have never yeah. happened at my school for example yeah so that's cool I and think. and now that i think about it i think i was talking with tom about this the other day in the in another podcast the fact that location really does matter in regards to what you're learning because for example he was mentioning um they talked to him about the high line so they took them to the high line mm -hmm. and it's like wow like for me they showed us pictures like this is yeah. a very cool example of architecture of urban urban architecture but like it was a picture you know or a video yeah. or whatnot but then actually having new york as your scene that's crazy that's so mm -hmm. cool and also like for example back home we did a lot of projects like based in colombia because they wanted us to actually go and look at the the site and everything and it's like a, a very dumb example but for example Colombia has a lot of mountains right not it's not really very it's like yeah. a valley mountains mm -hmm. so even that like having to design in a site that is not flat that has that's like a challenge yeah, yeah that's a challenge that maybe someone uh starting here in New York where it's flat didn't have but then you here you have the challenge that it's a historical site and mm -hmm. you can't tear it down absolutely and you have to work with something that is i don't know cons conserved and you have to conserve it and you have to keep the facade or whatnot so it's actually these little things that that's really cool yeah that actually go into play at mm -hmm. the time when you're designing that come from where you're designing at or where your school is so that's actually pretty cool yeah because even in syracuse like a very like um kind of rite of passage project for us <laughs> yeah is to um design something to do with the everson museum which is designed by <laughs> imp and it's in downtown syracuse uh -huh. and it's very like famous when it's yeah. in the architecture school like everybody has to go there yeah <laughs> you have to see it and so a first year or second year project will always be like That's so cool based in yeah because it's easy to visit and then a Absolutely. lot of people, they want they want you to actually go and see yeah yeah, yeah. 
Because that's so important. Like you said, yeah. like you, you get a sense of the site, the location. And the dynamics, the people, how people are, are using the space, how you think would be better. Yeah. I, yeah. And then a lot of people would pick um, like their thesis topics and stuff based on location as well. Like some people did it uh, with like Syracuse campus as mm -hmm. their like, um, you know, site. Or some people did New York City and they used to come and visit and that's take so like, cool. pictures. Um, yeah to help their projects i just think all in all um what i guess what we want to leave you guys with is that it's so important to to broaden your horizons whether it's uh, like through school or through an internship through an exchange program mm -hmm. i think i think it's very cool to think about for example how different you would think if you had gone to school in india or yeah. how different i would think if i had gone to school here in the mm -hmm. states but At the same time, it's so cool because, for example, in your case, you had the U.S. influence by coming to school here, but your parents are architects who, who were trained in India, who mm -hmm. have their firm in India. So you have that influence from, like, yeah. India in the way you think. Yeah, And then definitely. in my case, the same. Like, I went to school in Colombia, but then I I'm here interning, so I'm kind of meshing those two mm -hmm. things together, which at the end of the day, the day I think, is... That can never hurt someone that's trying to become an architect. So I would recommend it 100%, I would say. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, having just that background, it's, like, really lucky to have that as well, to experience two different Absolutely, cultures yeah. and kind of use that in the way you think about your profession and your job. Like, that's, I think that's really cool. Yeah, 100%. Uh, so is there anything else you want to share or do you think we mostly covered yeah, what you I wanted think, to talk I about? I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys have any other questions, um, I know we know this is like a, a, a like a challenging subject that sometimes mm -hmm. you have many questions on or if you're especially if you're looking to to go abroad, uh, don't hesitate to contact us. You can always write to us to podcast at createworldwide.com. And uh, yeah, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, or any other topics in mind, we will be very happy to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Anusha, <laughs> for joining us. Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah. We'll see you next week, guys, and keep creating worldwide. Bye. Bye.